0: Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to look at brain glasses that keep us safe. Our brain is constantly building programs or lenses for making sense of what's out there and predicting what's likely to happen next. Some of those lenses are built with practice and curiosity, and they let us see details that others can't see. But safety lenses work differently. They don't go for details. Once a safety lens spots danger signals, it acts fast. These lenses are designed for simple yes-no decisions. If that person is smiling, okay, it's safe. No smile, time to react. It doesn't slow down to get the details. This is a serious flaw, and it's built right into our safety lenses. Sometimes they cause the very problems they were designed to avoid, because once they take over our brains, all complex thinking shuts down, and all ability to make wise decisions goes out the window. The good news is that we can learn to use their information without turning our whole brain over to them. If we can treat their signals as suggestions and treat ourselves as the decider, we will have the power to control them. That is the power we need to avoid fights and overreactions as individuals, or clashes between groups, or even wars between countries. But what if the other person's lens is sending an alarm? It's not easy to realize what they see. But unless we learn to do just that, we can't solve the crisis. Let's unpack this a bit with a story. I used to run a school for dropouts, and my best teacher was actually the head girl in the school, named Dawn. We became friends, and years later, we were walking together in Denver, heading toward an elegant hotel to meet somebody. I was noticing the well dressed people and the fancy cars going by, and just the sense of elegance and leisure about the whole scene when she popped up with boy Denver sure is a tough place and I thought well she's a very tough girl what's she talking about and I said well maybe some places are and we went walking a little longer and she said no I mean here I thought a minute and I said well maybe at night we walked a little further and she said no I mean now okay we're on the same sidewalk three feet apart So I looked again and sure enough, ahead of me, in amongst all the people that were all so well dressed and that I noticed, were these two tough guys. And they had their eye on her, but they couldn't see me any more than I saw them. And then I looked at the street and in between all the fancy cars, there was a beat up old car with guys leering out the window, giving her the eye. I hadn't seen them. I'm sure they didn't see me. They didn't see me because I was invisible. And I actually know how to be invisible. I think some people have that skill. It works as long as you happen to be a nondescript sort of person. And I'm sort of short and frumpy, and I can, I can send no vibes, no danger signals, no victim signals, nothing. I just kind of can go below the radar. But some people can't do that. What if you're tall, and then you're taught not to slump, because it won't work anyway, they still see you, then you have to learn to be bold and claim the space. So you have beauty and power and drama, and you just end up being a standout. Well, that's great, as long as you stand out because of the elegance of your nature. But what? if you stand out because of markers you can't hide? What if those markers trigger other people? Your skin color, your clothing, your native language, the list goes on. Then what? Well then, because you can't go invisible and avoid all of the hostility, you build a whole set of lenses that the bold ones and the invisible ones may not know anything about. Only by trying on their lenses can we appreciate what they live with and why they react the way they do in the face of danger signals that we may not even know how to spot. There's one other set of safety lenses that we haven't dealt with and needs to be studied. Those are the lenses that trigger some to threaten others. What's behind this drive to reject differences? What we do know so far is that this instinct to cull the deviant is extremely ancient. It was the key survival skill, or the lens, for the age of the dinosaurs, and it kept them from breeding any weaknesses into their offspring. Since then, it's been one of the marks of our humanity to care for those with differences or disabilities and to create communities that include us all. The struggle to keep our lenses of compassion polished is critical, and it'll be the focus of our next podcast. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends. And please visit us at embraceyourbrain.com to check out some really great resources.